0: Hello and welcome to the 11th episode of the register i'm caleb i'm blake and we're going to continue uh, talking about Ghost. Uh, we decided to do their whole um, studio album discography to see where they came from and where they are now and the differences between all the albums and uh, so far so good um We've realized what we like and don't like about the band and noticed um, some changes and we're about to see even more like today we're going to be discussing uh, Meliora, which is their third album. It came out in 2015 and with this album, we see the firing of Papa 2 because again, he was not evil enough. And uh, they introduced Papa 3, and it's his time to spread the word. So I want to stop for just one second because last time we talked about, like, numbers of albums, like, sold and things like that. And I found some information, not a ton. uh, With all the illegal downloads, bootlegging, piracy, whatever you want to say, it's not going to be 100% accurate. But this is, like, albums sold, downloaded and paid for, whatever. So the first album uh is sold um 50,000 copies when it came out which wow. doesn't yeah it doesn't sound huge by like Beyonce numbers or people like that but for a band from a rock band from Sweden doesn't you know Especially Ghost. Right the, this kind of subject matter that's I think that's fairly large numbers. Their second album did a little less with um like 42,700 um the album after this prequel, which we're going to talk about next, uh, sold about fifty thousand, and their their album, the current album today, sold about sixty two thousand five hundred, and uh, from what I've seen to date, they've sold about uh, two hundred two hundred fifty thousand copies that have been paid for, so that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, for a band such as this, um, but their their merch sales is where they like really you know
1: i i could see that they have money. some of the coolest shirts yeah
0: yeah okay so let's let's get into it Melonora, uh mel meliora apologies um 2015 it's about 42 minutes long um seems to be about like their number they kind of hit um, meliora translates to the pursuit of something better Okay. this album Uh, Produced three singles, Circe, From the Pinnacle to the Pit, and Majesty, which are three great songs. There's, you know, no wonder they're singles. Uh, On the U.S. Billboard 200, it hit uh, number eight. On the U.S. top hard rock albums, it hit number two. And on the U.S. top rock albums, it hit number two in
1: 2015. Wow, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. And I wrote down here over forty thousand copies sold. I think the other numbers I said forty two thousand, so not not bad whatsoever. So on this album, we hear a significant change.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: There is less organ and more guitar. It's guitar forward, heavier riffs, higher production value. Um, just a slightly different sound. It sounds like thicker and fuller compared to the first two albums.
1: It's definitely heavier.
0: Definitely heavier. Yeah. Riffs are, like, guitar forward, like, heavy, heavy riffs. Um, and I think that comes with the production, too. It just sounds heavier. Uh, the, the first two albums, nothing wrong with the production. They sound incredible for what they are. But it was more of, like, a couple guitar tracks, couple bass tracks, organ tracks, singing. And then, I mean, just straightforward. Mm-hmm. This Obviously, they spent more time and money on this one. Um. This album, um, it's a little different from the other two albums. We had the the birth of the Antichrist. We had the Antichrist is here. And now this is more about, like, a void and how, like, there is no God in this one. So what – let me ask you this. What are your overall thoughts on this album?
1: I liked it better than the uh, first and second one. Uh-huh. Um – Remember we talked. Remember we talked about. Uh, I'm not a fan of 70s music. Yeah. To me, that's the main like theme of the second album. So I definitely enjoyed this one a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. I. It was great. I. I. There was like a maybe one or two songs that I didn't really care for, but other than that, I will definitely listen to it again.
0: Okay. Good. Yeah, I like it too um when I first heard it I was like okay <laughs> it's di- it was different yeah it is um and just hearing it like in your car it's like you can tell it has a better production value mm-hmm. and uh yeah you I to me I just get more into it when things sound like that yeah I, mean, I like indie stuff and everything but um I don't know I like higher production stuff too I, I like a mix of everything but uh yeah great album um Papa Three seems more, he's like a younger Papa, and he seems a little more, like, um, like fancier. Yes. Uh, he dresses a little nicer than the other ones. Um, yeah, he wears more, like, suits and things, and uh, I don't know, just kind of has, like, a 1920s, 1930s kind of yes. vibe.
1: I thought so, too, whereas... You know, the the music videos from the last album uh-huh. were very, you know, like, very 70s. Yeah. Like what, like, what music videos were at that time, and then this one, and, like, the way he dresses, looks, his hair, everything yeah. is definitely more, yeah. like you said, like, 20s, 30s, 40s he, feel to it.
0: That's funny. He said that. He actually has hair. The other two didn't. They were, like, old bald men.
1: Really? Yeah. I didn't ever pay attention to that.
0: Yeah, he, he has now he's hair. got
1: like the slicked back hair.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wears like the shoes that they, they like the shoe covers they wore and like the bootlegger period. Mm-hmm. You know, like the white with like the buttons. Yeah. It's kinda yeah. kinda cool vibe. But um anyway, let's get on into it. Let's talk about the songs. Uh the first song Spirit, this is the first time we hear an actual song, and not just, like, a choir or, like, organ intro. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool, a little different. Um, And with that being said, uh, in the first two albums, they used, like, an actual choir. And with this one, they didn't. Uh, They said with the first two albums, it was just kind of hard to get everybody together. I don't know if it was, like, cost-effective, if it was the... um, the content of yeah. the music that the choirs <laughs> did not want to sing or whatever. So they opted out for um, Mellotron Choir, which the Beatles, Smashing Pumpkins, people like that made it famous. Uh, essentially, like, um, it's a, it was a, like a synthesizer before there were synthesizers. It was recorded sounds like on tape.
1: Oh, okay. And you could
0: do like you're playing a piano, but you can choose like flute, clarinet, choir.
1: Oh, okay, um, cool. Yeah,
0: violin, just different sounds. Pretty cool. Yeah,
1: that is neat. Like kind of
0: a- ahead of its time, really. But um, so anyway, that you can you can kind of hear it. if you go back and listen to it, you can kind of hear it. it's like a synthetic choir sound, but it's cool. It adds yeah. to the new sound of the album
1: for
0: sure. So I like that a lot, and um, yeah, good song. I think it's a really good intro, and uh, still has that like spooky vibe.
1: Yeah, I wrote down here it gives me like old like Halloween mm-hmm. vibes. Exactly. And also it had like that Edgar Allan Poe part at the end. I thought that was a cool yeah. thing to throw in there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I like it. I like it. Very good song. Um I pretty much like every song on this album. I know I say that a lot because the bands that we talk about are some of my favorite bands. But um this one is really good. Like, it goes together, like, really well. And I know I say that a lot, too. Like, I'm, I'm not ignorant to that, but um, it, it really does. And if if you're not a Ghost fan, this may be a good album to start with because it's not old Ghost. It's not new Ghost. It's kind of like a mixture of both. Right. You know?
1: Mm-hmm. I agree with that.
0: So moving on to the second song, From the Pinnacle to the Pit, um clearly about Lucifer, but it may have some political meaning from what I see, but a lot of their songs do. A lot of the songs have double meanings. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not too familiar with Swedish politics, but I think it may have something to do that was going on in the time there. Uh, Like I said, I am completely ignorant when it comes to that. I have no idea (laughs) what's going on, but uh, they are from there, so. Um, just like musicians talk about our government, you know, they talk about theirs too. Yeah. So. Did you like the song?
1: I did. I liked it. Um, it wasn't my favorite, but I did like it. I thought the music video was pretty neat. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, so that was cool. And to what you said earlier, it had like, to me, like a 30s, 40s yeah. feel to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Um, On to the, the third song, "Cersei." This is one of the singles. And "Cersei" translates to church and to me personally uh this song is about like the narrator convincing like a lost soul that they need them kind of like lucifer or satan would do um you know you're lost without me i Mm -hmm. think that's one of the main lyrics that comes to mind but um i really like this song Uh, this is kind of i think this is like the song that they were Um, performing this is like the first time they were on like um syndicated like national tv like late night shows and this is a song that they were playing
1: i loved it it was my favorite song
0: is your favorite song on the album yeah
1: definitely it and you know what's great about it it's so fun to sing along to
0: yeah it is really fun i remember going to like um one of our like local like popular pubs and playing it uh and just like seeing people's reaction, <laughs> they had never heard this before, and like it, you know, it's not super heavy, but it's like heavy enough. And the lyrical content is enough to like open eyes, so mm-hmm. pretty funny.
1: The music video is funny, yeah, with the little kids, yeah, and the school talent show. And the little kid is, yeah, like performing the song on yeah. stage, it's great.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you hear a, there's a child screaming in the background. <laughs> I, that, just, that, I was like,
1: am I hearing this right?
0: Yeah, we're in a sound booth, but apparently you can still hear, still hear some stuff. Uh, apologize for that. Um, the voice song, uh, man, I hate pronouncing things that I've never seen before. I do not speak Swedish. Um, spoke sonnet? Spoke sonnet?
1: That's, yeah, I, I, I honestly have no idea for this one.
0: Or you could say "Ghost Sonata," is, and it's it's an instrumental. Which there are a couple instrumentals on this album, and I don't mind because they literally segue right into the next song, and I think it's very fitting. Um, this kind of had a, a creepy vibe to it.
1: Like, like it to me when I was listening to it, I was like, this could definitely be in like a horror movie, yeah. like spooky paranormal. Yeah. Like- it was definitely creepy to listen to when I listened to this album at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, on to the fifth song, um, He Is. And this is kind of funny to me, and I have, a like, a short anecdote about this song. Um, this is, like, a ballad-type song, and the video is really funny. Everything we've seen to Ghost, like from Ghost is, like, very dark, um, satanic imagery, uh, satanic pope. Um, with the miter and um, everything. And then you see like this, he's wearing like a white suit and like everything's like white and pure in the video. And again, this is like a song like you would, you could hear this every Sunday morning at like church, (laughs) like a worship, like a praise and and worship song.
1: Uh, It's funny you should say that because I wrote down the same thing. It does not sound like it is a song about Satan. <laughs> no. Like, at all.
0: No, not at all. And that's them. That's what I like about Ghosts. They have this sense of humor where they're like, they poke fun at it. And uh, to me, that's funny. Um, I'm not a Christian, but I don't push any of my beliefs on anybody. And I don't I don't hate people for their beliefs or anything. But um, I just, I find the humor in everything. And mm-hmm. I find the humor in this. And uh, it is it is super funny to me. And here is my short anecdote. Um, A young guy that I worked with, um, we were talking about ghosts and everything. And he's like, oh, I know that band. I was like, you do? Because nobody, you know, knew about him. And he's like, yeah, Um, we were in church and my friend played it during church. He was in charge of playing songs. No way. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. He's like, no. I was like, dude, that, (laughs) that is like everything that your church goes against. He's like, we didn't know. They, they played it during, like, church service.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. That is I'm so not, sacrilegious. Yeah,
0: I'm not going to say his name, but his name begins with A. Do I know him? Yeah. I do? Yeah, his, you know his sister, too. Young guy. Uh, I'll tell you after
1: Okay, this. cool, because now, now yeah, I, I have uh, to know
0: is. I'm not going to mention this. his name at all, but it was, like, uh, especially since it was him, I was like, you got to be kidding me right now. <laughs> this is so funny. I laughed until I, like, cried, <laughs> but oh. it was so funny. Again, go to church. I don't care, but um, I, I just think it's funny.
1: And this this music video too was kind of funny because mm-hmm. he was like giving communion to people, <laughs> yeah. putting his hand on somebody's face, yeah. and like exercising yeah. demons out of them, mm-hmm. baptizing girls at the end. I was like,
0: yeah, God. definitely making light of the yes. situation. But, um, on to the next song. This this song might. It might be the heaviest like riff on the album. I love this song so much. I've seen him play it live, and it was super awesome live. Uh, it was kind of funny when they before they played this song. Uh, um, it was Cardinal Copy at the time, but he's like, um, he's like, this next song will tickle your taint. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> it was just so funny. Oh, but it's Mummy Dust, uh, super great riff, really heavy. And um, this song, this is actually from him, the guy who wrote it. Um, It's about how people worship money like it's God. Like he said, there's only one God in the world, and that's money. Mm -hmm. And he's not really wrong. I mean, um, you know, it talks about in God we trust, mummy dust. I mean, that's printed on every American dollar that we have. Yeah.
1: His vocals were very scary in this one, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he does, like, a hiss, kind of, like, growl yeah. type thing. It's really cool. I like when he does that in his songs.
1: Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty all right. Um, not one of my favorites, but mm-hmm. there is, like, a funny lyric in here. Mm-hmm. And I laughed when I heard it. He says, you're cavalier of crapulence.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, That's what, what I'm saying. Like, it's so funny, yeah. but it doesn't sound funny Like, it sounds serious, like, when you're listening to it.
1: Exactly.
0: And uh, that's one thing he's, like, you know, that's his craft or whatever. We don't have too many songs left on this album, but we'll move into the seventh song anyway. It's called Majesty Banger. I love this song. It's one of my favorite songs, and I, I believe personally, that this song is about how everyone has started to, like, worship and give in to the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. It's finally happening. Um, People are starting to realize that, okay, we kind of have to accept this now or whatever. But um, I just love the lyrics. I love the song. Um, I love everything about it. Do you like this song?
1: I did. It was okay. I did think in this one that the chorus was just so pretty. Mm -hmm. It was an excellent chorus, like, with his singing, and mm-hmm. I, r- I really enjoyed that part of it.
0: Yeah, good. Um, I love it. Um, it's it's one of my favorites, and if I'm just choosing songs, it's one of the songs, like, I go to to, like, pick out individually. On the, the eighth song in the album, Devil Church, this is another instrumental, which they've added, like I said earlier, a lot of instrumentals on this album, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. They fit in really well, and... It's almost, like, church service-like. Yes. like the song.
1: That's that's what it reminded me, too, because it, like, you know, kind of starts with, like, the organ sound, Mm. and then towards the end, like, the choir comes in. Yeah. And I thought that was neat. I like the way they put it together.
0: Yeah. And then it flows, like, directly into the next song, which is appropriately named um, Absolution, which is... Correct me if I'm wrong, isn't that like begging for forgiveness? I
1: believe so, yeah.
0: Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this song, too. It's really cool. It's got like a super cool guitar riff. Like, it's it's really neat. And to me, this is like um, sinners trying to get right with their sins. Um, they're chasing eternal life. And Satan's like saying, I have everything you're looking for. Like, I've had it the whole time, you know. I believe, like, I think he says, like, everything you desire is, like, found here in the fire or Mm -hmm. something like that. It's pretty blatantly obvious, like, what he's trying to say. Um, But, like, people spend their whole lives, they're born with sin, and then they just spend their whole lives trying to correct it. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of what this song is about. And how, like, the the Church of Satan is, um, they're kind of, like, pro-sin because it's, like, Um, that's kind of, like, the fun side of things. That's, like, you kind of let loose and, like, you learn from those types of things, I guess.
1: That's cool. I could see that. Yeah. I thought this song was pretty all right. It wasn't really one of my favorites. Um, But honestly, for me, me after hearing Cersei, it was kind of hard to come back from that because I enjoyed that song so much. They
0: are really good songs and I probably listened to those songs a lot early on but I've listened to this album for so long like I like all of them Mm -hmm. you know I've just come to like all of them.
1: And see this was my first time listening to this album Yeah, like I'd never heard anything Um, I heard like Square Hammer which and, like the dance macabre, like those two that you told me about. Yeah. And then like recently on TikTok, Mariana Cross has just went insane. Yeah,
0: we're gonna talk about that here in a minute. Um
1: I wanna hear your thoughts on the
0: It's kinda I won't I won't go into it right this second, but we'll talk about it on the next episode. It's super funny to me. It is just super funny. Um that it's a, was
1: it's a great I loved it. I thought it was the chorus is probably one of their catchier choruses to me.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure, but it's not technically a ghost song.
1: Wait, it's not?
0: No, it is but it isn't. It's part of the it's part of the story. Oh, okay. It was re- it was released in 2019 as a on a 45. One side has Kiss a Go-Goat <laughs> and the other <laughs> song has um, Mary on a Cross, which is like 60s psychedelic type songs mm-hmm. and that is it was um papa neil or papa zero um what's his uh, cardinal copia that's his it may or might may not be his father but they say it's his father that was his band
1: oh okay. so
0: when they're playing "Mary on a cross um he's like my father used to play the song in his band
1: what a what a story! Yeah. for like all of these albums. Yeah,
0: but I got, I can't say there's stuff I need to say, but like it ties in, okay. and it's just funny that how that's becoming like the the new people that know Ghost know it because of that song, and it doesn't. It's not, you know, it doesn't have yeah. anything. It has things to do with the albums, but it's like out of context. Like it doesn't like at all. Yeah, and it's. It kind of sounds like Ghost, but it doesn't if you know, if you're familiar with other Ghost songs. And
1: see, that's the thing. Now that I've been, you know, listening to these all these Ghost albums, mm-hmm. that song to me is a lot different yeah. than regular Ghost.
0: Absolutely. And it's meant to be. Like, that's the whole purpose. It came out between um, uh, this album and Proquel.
1: Now, is that Goat song, is that similar to Mariana Cross? or Yeah.
0: It it's like goes together. Okay. It's not on anything else, it's on that single, and that's all that that's it. Okay. So, so we'll we'll talk about that here in a little bit though. Okay, perfect. Okay. So one last song on the album. There's only ten songs on this album. It is forty two minutes long, but there are a couple of instrumentals. So the last song on the album, again, I apologize for my pronunciation, but um do you want to take a stab at it? See?
1: and absentia
0: that's kind of how i Dose would say
1: absentia?
0: it yeah and i think it's kind of a play on words on like about absinthe or something like that but it means it translates to in the absence of god which is what the whole album's about and this kind of like wraps everything up um good song uh not my favorite song on the album it kind of like trickles out maybe could have had a better song.
1: I agree. I couldn't get into it. Um, The choir at the end was cool. Yeah. It was pretty. Yeah. It was haunting and scary, but I didn't really care for this song.
0: Yeah, I feel like Absolution could have probably wrapped everything up, but Mm -hmm. it's not my album. I didn't make the album. Um, I love listening to the album. Um, Appreciate the artwork, but uh, not my favorite. And as we talked about on other albums, um, there is like an extended version of this album like with extras that came out later like a deluxe version there's like three or four extra songs and we talked about like there's a song called bible oh my gosh yes and it's about how like essentially god creating the world and then by the end of the song he's (laughs) he kills everyone (laughs) and you know what
1: what was so funny about this song it is such a typical worship song it like is. played in those huge churches with yeah. bands on stage and those mega churches yeah yeah it was identical to the songs to worship songs they play it in is. those
0: churches and again this doesn't sound like a ghost song absolutely at not oh it's odd hearing it. it's like what the fuck but i mean it's cool whatever they want to yeah. do it's kind of funny but uh, that that wraps up that um, overall thoughts. This is so far your favorite Ghost album out of the three.
1: Um, the out of the album? out of the three, this is my favorite. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: cool. Yeah. I like it too. Um, I appreciate you going through all the Ghost albums. I know it's a lot to take on someone's discography. So
1: no, it's cool. I like learning about uh, new music, and Ghost mm. is definitely interesting. It
0: is. It's fun. It's fun. I
1: like I like the story that uh-huh. goes along to it and how it. Ha- like, he's different Papas, and yeah, I think that's really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's, like, a different character for um, each, like, chapter of the story, if you mm-hmm. want to call it that or whatever. But um, that's that. And there are a couple, like, um, EPs and things that we're not going to talk about, but they don't really have, like, a whole lot to do with the story. And there's, like, a live album and stuff, but we don't talk about that either. Alrighty. So, anyway, that's that. That's uh, Papa 3, and we're going to move on. Um That's episode 11. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.